a podcast. Did your radio show get canceled? Fire, fire, fire. Low down and filthy, but the discipline is on point. Schooled myself, made my own dojo. A cold flow with the whole dose of soul. Maintain composure, even in theory. An anomaly, properties undiscernible to mere pessimism. This week on The Million Dollar Plan, we've got someone so close to retirement, so close to being able to retire. We're going to see if we can get it done now, a couple years from now. 20 years from now. I'm just kidding. She joins me now, Nancy. Hello, Nancy. How are you? I'm doing great. You like that, where I said 20 years from now and you freaked out? Yeah, I heard that, and no, I didn't love that. Oh, man. So, uh, first off, we haven't done a show like... Nicole, have we done a show that someone is, like, really close? Have we done one of these in a while? No, and if they are, it's like they... It's kind of been a spur of the moment. They just want to know if they can retire. Yeah. It's not that they're planning on it. So, yeah. no, we haven't. I'm liking this. All right, Nancy, so we're very excited around here uh, <laughs> to do this. Uh, we got all sorts of information from you. And I'm just going to start... Oh, can you can you run through it? Tell us about who's in your household, how old you are, how much your annual income is, and we'll start there. Okay. I'm 59. Okay. Um, right now, it's... My husband and I, and I guess the two dogs, if they don't count. Okay. Um, total annual growth is around 205400 Around 205400 uh, four. Okay, around $205,400. Got it. Okay, keep going. Around. Yeah. All right. Um, what else? Uh, is there any bonuses or anything on top of that? Because you said base, I think. Yeah, yeah. And that's exactly, of course, that changes right. on a yearly basis. But around, it's my husband's uh, job that gets that bonus generally. Um, and it's around twenty to 40000 Okay. And you're 59. How old is Mr. Nancy? He just turned 60. So okay. he's much older than I am. Old man. Old man. <laughs> Uh, now, here's what's fascinating about your situation, and it makes me very excited. Your net monthly income uh, is so much, it's substantially less than what your gross month, uh, compared to your gross income. So your gross monthly income would be like $16,000 a month, but because you defer so much of it, your net monthly is $5,500 a month. Yeah. That fascinates me, and in a good way. Like, because most people that are making that sort of money get addicted to that much money and they because they take home so much more than that and then they become dependent on that and that becomes a problem but it's not for you guys right right um i i think it kind of started just because i'm better i am a spender i think by nature and so i'm better with what i don't see sure than i than i don't spend so we kind of get rid of it before we see it now uh, i'm curious um, 5500 comes through on a net monthly basis, but do you find a way to spend more than that throughout the year by pulling out of savings yeah. or using bonuses and stuff? Yeah, definitely. Um, well, and this is kind of one of my questions towards the bottom, but we have this home equity line of credit yeah. that is up and down and up and down throughout the year. Um, or, you know, I mean, and I didn't include this, but, you know, they're a 
not anything I can count on, but you know, there might be a thousand to three thousand on another bonus with my job that is not guaranteed, but sure. sometimes happens. So yeah, there's so there's extra money sometimes that is just that woohoo extra money. I do like woohoo extra money. Um, now, <laughs> t- help me understand this. And you say the equity line is up and down. It is a tw- currently there's a balance of twenty five thousand dollars on that home equity line. Is that up right. or down? That is kind of down. Oh boy! Like the max is fifty. Okay. And um, it's definitely been fifty. Well, as a matter of fact, I would say six months ago, it was well maybe not even six months. Four months ago, it was thirty. Hmm. But then. Um, Somewhere in there was a pretty good bonus, mm-hmm. and so I checked down five thousand on it. It comes out of my um, paycheck bi monthly. Sure. So we absolutely, and it's a little more than the minimum. It's not like it just pulls the minimum out, but it's still not a big chunk. And so I do try to, when I get an idea, you know, we get a bonus or whatever, I'll try to put a big junk chunk into it. But then something happens. The dog needs surgery, or yeah. Um, I don't know. You know, some yeah. some other kind of big expense happens, and then I feel like I need to, or, or property taxes, sure. or whatever. So yeah, that's the that's my next question is what sort of things go on there? And, but it, you sort of already answered it. You know, dog surgeries, right? Those would go yeah. on there. Uh, property yeah. taxes because you have your house paid off, so you're supposed to pay yeah. twice a year, and that's a couple few thousand bucks, and so you deal with that, mm-hmm. right? Yep, exactly. Um, totally off topic, and, and even distracting myself here. What's your house worth? Um, well, let's see. I'm gonna guess right, or, right around two hundred. Okay. Um, then, do you ever put just like random monthly? Like, we went to a really nice dinner, or we went and flew to New York for the week. Like, do you ever put that sort of thing on the home equity line? No, now my husband and I are talking about taking the kids and grandkids like on a summer, um, uh, you know, like cottage lake vacation sure. next summer. And that might be something that we would put on it. But generally, no, like if we have a smaller expense, we would just put it on the charge and then we pay the charges off every month. Is there any fishing at that lake that you're going to go to? Oh, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, I mean, I, and you love fishing. You could come with us. Oh, my God. I'm totally in. I don't. I, I like to wear a swim shirt. Okay. Oh. So, um, okay. I, did you, you tell your husband you're calling me? Any chance? Did you, did you tell him um, we're talking I about? I did mention. That's funny that you asked that. I did mention that. Oh, I, what him. did he say? Be honest. Tell me exactly what he said. <laughs> no. He just said that, yeah, he thinks it's all in general when I do stuff like this because I kind of tend to do stuff like this. He thinks it's gimmicky or whatever, sure. and yeah, whatever. Yeah. But but then again, if it's going to help us, he's all about it because he's very much the saver, and I'm very much the spender. Or I'm, I should say, I used to be. Yeah. I've kind of gotten on board in the last ten years as I saw retirement nearing. Yeah. So. Then I kind of switched my gears a little bit. I mean, I've been called worse things than a gimmick, so I'm okay with that. <laughs> I, in fact, I have the word gimmick tattooed on the lower part of my back, but that's neither here nor there. Um, so. I'm on his side. I'm. I, I, he's a saver. I'm, I'm trying to help him here. So okay. But yes, exactly. Okay. So um, other assets. You have like 1.4 million dollars in retirement assets. I think we did the math on that. Nickel. One four four zero five hundred. About one point four four zero five zero 
million. Dollars. Uh, and 32 cents, right? Right, about. Yeah. And then yeah. you're putting $4,400 a month uh, towards your retirement contributions. You have a pension, too? Yes, I do. 2600 a month. And when do you get the 2600 a month? At um, at 65. At 65. And then... I, I can't yeah. get it... I could get it at 62, but then it's like 1800 a month or something. So one of the reasons you're on the, the program today is you want to know, like, when can you cut back hours? It, so yeah. I got to ask some clarifying questions there. Number, number one, okay. based on what you, both of you do, can you just cut back hours? I mean, is that possible? Yeah, I mean, no. I mean, we're both right now doing positions where we're salary. Right. Um, and no, no. Okay. So, I mean, we could do... Um, you know, like in our field, there's things you could do that you would could work part time or something, but it would mean completely changing our job. It, um, I mean, realistically, like if we put a plan together, I'm about to sound like a car salesman. There's nothing wrong with that. I know lots of car salesmen. If I'm able to put a plan together for you today that has you able to retire like today, realistically, would you and your husband both go in and be like, we're out and then leave or no? Uh, no, uh, neither one of us. Although, if we had some sort of an alternative or an option sure. that was feasible, I think we could definitely both um, be agreeable to do that, even in the next year. Okay. Because we're both kind of getting tired of working like sixty-hour weeks, fifty to sixty-hour weeks. You know, as you get old, like we are, <laughs> you get tired. Well, he's old. Uh, so I, yeah, I that's guess right. Thank you. I said that to him because he, yeah. is he going to listen to this? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, old man. I'm just kidding. Um, okay. <laughs> so I guess the question is, if you're going to go back to work part time, and this is super important, you don't have to know the answer. I just explore. Or I, I implore, I should say, uh, both you and your husband to talk about this. Are you going back to work to have something to do? Or are you going back to work part time? to bring home some money until you're ready to fully retire. Do you think it's, what, what do you think it is? I, I think, well, maybe both. Um, we definitely, you know, are active and don't feel like we're ready. I mean, my, I guess this isn't telling too much information. My husband likes to golf. Okay. So, but, but I don't oh, know. Oh, I know who it is. That. I know who it is. No, I, I don't care. Lots of people. Care. I don't think you could yeah. do that all day, every yeah. day, you yeah. know. Um, but, you know, we also talked about, you know, you don't want to pay for medical insurance. Yeah. And so if you maybe get a part-time gig, you could, you know, maybe get insurance with that. No, it doesn't work that um, way. I wish it worked that way. I mean, that's like... What do you mean? Oh, I mean, you can't get a part-time gig and get medical insurance. I mean, you could barely do that 15 years ago. But now with how healthcare is in our country, no one is going to pay you... Uh, uh, upon a part-time basis and then insure you. It's just not going to happen. Um, yeah. You would have to find your own insurance or work a full-time gig. Uh, and I, yeah. I can't even say work a full-time gig with less hours because then it's not a full-time gig. Like, no one's going to insure yeah. a part-time person. Yeah. Um, well, that was kind of what we were hoping. Well, yeah. Well, it's, uh, I mean, we're, we're digging through it here. We'll get there. Okay. So, how, so okay. the extreme is this. Could you conceivably work seven more years full time, both of you in your current jobs? Oh, I, that just gave my stomach upset. No, uh, I, I can't do that. Okay, that's fine. Not, not. Well, put it this way: not at this 
not at the job that we're doing now. It's just, it's, it's really hard work. And, sure. it, it, you know, we're kind of at the end, you know, so what, I've been out of school, you know, I mean, that's not probably a secret, like almost 38 years. Yeah. And it's like... About 38 years. Yeah, about 38 years. And it's it just, you know, I... I I know. I don't want to work that many hours. Okay. I don't know. So I, so. I, I, I think I have a list of things that I think you need to try to do before you okay. call it a career. So I've got some ass- okay. assignments, if you will. Okay. I don't. F- please do. Please do. Okay. Uh, I don't think your real living expenses are fifty five hundred a month. I think if you took what you spend and then divided by twelve. Um, you know, out of your your home equity, I, I bet you're closer to. I'm just guessing here, eight thousand a month. Oh, that could be. Yeah. Right. So you really, you're not robbing Peter to pay Paul, but you are taking a lot of money out of your income and deferring it to the future. But at the same time, you're grabbing money out of your other assets and spending and then right. paying it back. So it's sort of weird. I would say this. Here's rule number one, and this one is not going to be fun. Okay. I think you have to have a zero balance, closed credit line before I would even consider retiring. Ooh, okay. I know, I know. I have. I can't tell you how many people respond to me with that exact sound. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. I, but I will say this. Do not, and this is the big one, do not use any of your assets to pay that off. You have to okay. use your income. All right. So the bonuses, the stock awards, they come via stock. It's stock that comes. It's not cash, right? Well, the actually, and I don't understand it all, but yearly there is like a payout. Like okay. Like a one-time bonus kind of thing. And, but, but cash, not like. But, but yeah, yeah and okay. like, yeah, he gets it, yeah, into a check or whatever. And then how much is that? Well, that's the one that it 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 varies, but you know, I mean, it can be like thirty thousand. Now he doesn't get all right. that because, of course, taxes and all that. But, what typically um, do you do with the, on that big month? Is that when you plan sort of the cottage tour, or like what happens in those? Yeah, and I mean, yeah, or you know, you pay off everything. Well, and I'm trying to think. I actually because um, it was like. 12 maybe or something like actual cash Mm -hmm. and so then put some in savings put some against the home equity equity like you know dump five into the home equity sure um honestly this is probably horrible but i can't tell you what else we no that's not horrible um, paid off the credit card maybe or that for that month but yeah i think you're right i think we spend more than that net yeah, so I love your situation. I think a couple... Th- First of all, do you have a financial advisor that you work with? Well, loosely. I mean, we... So my husband had a previous, um, what, 401 or 403 sure. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, and so he's got money in a, uh, you know, investment company. And so we talked to that person. And they'll... He, He'll give us information about, you know, just our other things, too, you right. know, asking advice. But we probably talk to him, you know, maybe twice a year. Okay. Not real frequently. I think you need a financial planner 
not an investment. I mean, you can keep your investment advisor, but you need yeah. a financial retirement income plan done for you ASAP. Mm. Um, not by me. I don't do that anymore. But by like okay. a, 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 a CFP, you need a certified financial planner to do what I'm telling you to do. Um, okay. And here's what they will do. They will run different scenarios of you retiring at different ages. What's it look like at 62 with Social Security and pension? 65, 66, 67. 67 clearly doesn't sound too appealing to you or me or anyone else, right? No. You're really close. This is a dot I's cross T situation here. Now, you got some cleanup work to do. I don't like the home equity line. I don't like that you only have $26,000 in your savings account. I always feel like when someone really? has the sort of money you have, I, yeah. I like to see 50 to 100 in cash. Um, Ooh, okay. Yeah, I mean, but the, here's the thing. You guys make so much money, and, and, you know, not an exorbitant amount, but a really good amount of money. And so mm -hmm. if you earn it for another three years, we need to think of it this way. That is $600,000 if you do it for three more years. And more than, probably right. $700,000. How yeah. can we do the following things? Pay off the home equity line, continue to max right. out our 401ks, and chunk another twenty-five dollars to $50,000 away in savings. And if you look at it from that perspective, yeah, you, you should be able to do that. Okay. All right. Um, so here, here's the reality. Like, let's say you tried to retire at 62. Okay. Let's say you mm -hmm. tried to retire at 62, um, okay. off of your investments, uh, your husband would be 63. You'd have, uh, I, I changed the numbers a little bit, Nicole. So even if you flash them out, they're not gonna be wrong or they're going to be wrong. You're going to have $1.898 million. Okay. One, okay. basically $1.9 million. And you would have monthly income generated off of that of about $4,100 a month. Okay. Okay, so this is where it gets weird, Nancy. Uh -huh. $4,100 a month, you live on $5,500 a month now, but we, I, think, I think we've agreed it's not $5,500 a month. Like it's right. Like 8000 Let's just call it 8000 I'd rather yeah. be aggressive than, than to short yeah. it. So that is yeah. to say, from your investments, you're getting half of what your income need really is. So then we look at mm -hmm. what are the other retirement income sources? This is what a CFP would do for you. They would say, okay, okay well, Nancy, you've got social security of, uh, at 62, you're gonna have to take a 25% hit on that 2,400. So you have $1,800 in social security uh, at mm -hmm. 62. And then you take a little bit of a hit on your pension as well. So let's call it 2,100. So that takes us to what? Another, I don't even know, 3,900 bucks on top of the 4,000. I mean, so now we're at $8,000. Does your husband we're getting, have, sorry. we're getting close, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Does your husband have social security? He does. Okay. He does. So he's he eligible for that as well. Right. And they're pretty equal. It's like, 26 for one and 2400 for the other now obviously if you take it, it, at yeah. 66 at total you know at the whatever it is what is it 66 and seven months or whatever yeah and based on what year you were born but if if you yeah. took it at 62 it's a 25 percent reduction so this is why you really need a financial planner not an investment advisor because here's what's going to end up happening i think if I'm going to play a crystal ball here, I, I'll take my pig on my desk. It is my crystal ball. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. You're going to retire okay. probably around 62 or 63. 
you okay. probably will not activate your social security payments. You probably okay. will activate your pension payments and you're going to probably mm -hmm. take more than the $4,100 I'd like you to take off of your $1.9 million. You'll probably take $7,000 a month. And then when you both get social security just three years later, you'll cut mm -hmm. way back on the amount of investments that you liquidate every year uh, and then yeah. just live on that fixed income for the rest of your life. That's what I think will happen rubbing the crystal pig here. Is that is that reasonable, though? Yes. I mean, because... Okay. If All right. there's some ifs and buts, buts and ifs, okay. if you pay off that home equity loan, because to me, more than anything, that demonstrates that you're cut, you're, you're weaning your lifestyle back just a bit. I think you have to cut it back just a hair before, mm -hmm. you know, it's almost like, and I, I can already feel it because I've had this conversation enough that cot that summer cottage trip with the kids and grandkids, it feels mm -hmm. like a last hurrah, doesn't it? Right. Right. And you've probably even said it. Well, we might not be able to do this yeah. once we're retired. Yeah, exactly. So, and then the other exactly. thing, if you do retire at 62 or 63, and this is where I'm not going to make any guesses because who in the hell knows what's going to happen with healthcare in our country. I mean, I don't even know from day to day. Uh, you're going to have to insure yourself privately for three years, and that could cost you two grand a month. Ugh. I know. Yeah, see, the thought of that. That's why I really want to talk my husband into continuing to work until he's 65 and sure. let me retire at 63. That's my ideal. How would he like that? Would he be all right with that or not? I, I, I mean, he says no. <laughs> he says n not in this particular job. Yeah. I always, I'm, I'm hesitating when I say stuff because, you know, I don't want to say anything identifying. Oh, no, I understand. So, yes. Yeah. Uh, so so um, I, let me ask you this. And, and, and I'll, I'll actually, I'll answer that. I'm going to ask the question. I'm going to answer it how I would answer it myself personally. And then I'm curious how okay. you would spend. Uh, I am like you. I am a spender. And that if I mm -hmm. don't get the money on my face, I'll probably spend it. Right? Right. Right. If I had more free time, if I had 168 hours a week to do whatever I wanted, I would spend more money. Oh, you and me would get along just great. Okay. This is, this. that's great. And we'd have a hell of a time. <laughs> but, but we that's would have bad. no money. We would have no money. So <laughs> exactly I think retiring right. earlier than him would yeah. probably not would be a good idea. Mistake. Yeah, no. I When you say it like that, that's so funny because my husband would, would so agree with you. Yeah, See? He and I aren't that different. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is like your situation. So when I, when I hear these things, I read these things. I, I, my first thought is, is this doable? And then the question is, yeah, this is very doable. A couple things have to change. You need a CFP and you yeah. need to choose the right age. I think, it, I think it's going to be 64, your husband, 63, you somewhere in that range. Um, okay. and I think as if you don't try to do this already, those stock awards and those bonuses coming in, I would try to fatten up the savings account and, and get that home equity line gone. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, those those two goals are pretty um, black and white and pretty easy to focus on. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that's good. That's good. If you need, a, and I typically don't do this, but I will do this for you. If you need a CFP recommendation, uh, uh -huh. let me know, let Nicole know, and we'll get you some okay. names of people because... 
Okay. Uh, that is going to be the key to this. And, and by the, I, if you haven't worked with a, a CFP or a financial planner in the past, uh, there's a little bit of culture shock, right? Because there's like, well, it costs a couple thousand bucks. Yeah, it does because it matters. Mm-hmm. It's sort of a right. permanent thing. Um, have you guys always made this sort of money? This is really good money. $205,000 of household income base. Has it always been at sort of this level or just recently? Um, pretty much. I mean, we've gone up recently just because we both have changed jobs in the last five years to, um, be, you know, more up the ladder, I guess I would say, but we both always worked full time. So, I mean, really prospectively, we've kind of both always, I mean, it's gone from maybe 150 with two incomes up to, you know, 200 plus. And how many years ago were you at 150, do you think? Um, actually, I know this answer. Um, I would say probably seven. Okay, so... Seven let, years ago? Seven, eight. Yeah, let's think about this for a second. Y- you have made, in the last seven years, if you want to do this sort of game, if you will, between mm-hmm. 900,000... See, actually, my math's broken. I'm going to use a calculator. I was trying to get tricky, and then I was like, wait, I've flown way too much this week. My head hurts. Uh, hold on. <laughs> that was almost really embarrassing. Okay, yeah, okay. You've made somewhere between $1 million and $2 million in the last seven years. Probably like $1.3 million. That is crazy. It is crazy, right? And then, and here's where this, I'm going to say something that's going to not sound like it's a compliment, and it isn't a compliment, but it's also not an insult. You have $1.5 million to show for your career earnings at this point and you've made 1.3 million over the last seven years yeah that's kind of that's not weird good. Yeah. yeah i mean it's that's not that it's yeah. not good it just puts this whole thing into perspective of yeah and, and i will say this you're doing from a investing standpoint and a deferral standpoint you're doing everything you can i can tell it's yeah. the spending part that still needs to be right. controlled just prior to retirement well, and, and I realize that even I think I mentioned, you know, like we give our kids money. Well, we put money in our grandkids' accounts for college, and we give our kids money, and um, just kind of not anything huge or anything, but just, you know, a thousand here, a couple thousand there kind of thing, um, because we like to, and we feel like we can, but those are the probably the things that right now we should cut back on a little bit okay it's my favorite part of the show stop giving them money (laughs) you can't like here's the thing you have 1.5 million dollars so what you're saying is well we're doing much better than they are of course you are you're 59 years old they're right right they're in their 20s or 30s or something right like uh i as someone who i just i don't even know where to go with this other than to say let's have the summer vacation be the last hurrah. Okay. <laughs> Is that harder for you or for him or combined or what? Um, well, we both like to do it and we like, one of my children doesn't live near us. Sure. And so it's just such a nice thing to be able to get everyone together. And it's not like you have to go spend five grand to get everyone together, but it's just, it's just a nice, thing i guess i, I understand know. i think how about this maybe make you a deal here that you don't even have to commit to what's it really matter but um mm-hmm. i think once you see a financial planner 
who lays this out for you and says, you can retire on June 17th of 2020 or whatever the day is, then I think you're going to be better able to make those decisions as to should we spring for a $5,000 family trip? I think prior to having that conversation, it, I'm, it's short of irresponsible, but it's on that spectrum. Right. Okay. That's, is this fair? Am I being fair to you? I want to be fair. Yeah, no, I think it's fair. And it's not something that, you know, you, know, you couldn't live without or anything like that. It's just kind of one of those warm and fuzzy kind of nice things. Sure. You know. No, I'm but, with you. Yeah. I that, mean, that's it. You know, but... Sometimes, like, like, you know, sometimes you have to sacrifice to get what you want in the end. Well, so. I think the other way to look at Not this is thing. maybe you sacrifice something else. Like, if you want to do yeah. these trips, there's got to be something else in your life other than spending time with family that you're willing to yeah. give up so you can spend time with family. Yeah. Because I think, I think you're, you're distracted, as most people are in your situation, by two numbers. We make over $200,000 a year. I think that sits somewhere in your minds. And I think we've got one and a half million dollars. And I think both of those (laughs) are such interesting big numbers that they convince you that you can afford more than you can really afford. Yeah. No, I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. All right. Anything else before we go? Um, The only other thing that I want to hit on that I kind of forgot to mention. So, one of the things with spending is we don't really live by a budget. Okay. Um, we just kind of, do you think that, like, would that be important or would that be helpful? Well, it'd, it'd make your husband angry at me, probably. Um, well, he would be, actually, he would probably be okay with it, meaning he didn't want to really spend that much anyway. So. Yeah, I, I would say this. Um some th- you're doing a big part of what a budget is supposed to do. You're getting money out of your face with all that you're deferring right. to your account. Well, Where true. I'm concerned yeah. is that it's the unaccounted for spending of this slush fund that is the home equity line. Um, yeah. I think you have to, we've talked about it on this show before, I think you have to set a new standard in your house, and that is we will not put anything on the equity line. I think you just have to okay. throw down the gauntlet and say, hey, this is the way it is, nothing goes on there, and then just reverse okay. it out and be done with it. Um, yeah. But yeah, a budget would help. If you if you haven't grabbed my book, Mock Retirement, it is the, I'm telling you, I'm trying to sell $16 books to people on the podcast. This is sort of embarrassing. <laughs> this is the perfect book for you because it's meant for people that are within 10 years of retirement and it'll help you budget too. I mean, that's the whole point of it. Okay. So, mock Retirement, available right. at uh, PeteThePlanner.com. Nicole, that felt gross. <laughs> Did that feel gross to you, Nicole? I, I heard you starting to go, and I was like, we're selling books on air. Oh, my gosh. That was really creepy. It's really gross. All right. Nancy. There you go. Well, please, if you catch any good fish on your cottage tour, we'd like pictures. And uh, I hope your husband enjoys this episode. Hello, Mr. Nancy. All right. Thank you so much. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. My pleasure. Uh, email us if you want a financial planner uh, recommendation, okay? All right, I appreciate that, too. Thank you. That's it for this week's uh, episode. I have to say, and I will say, when I was a financial advisor, which I am not now, that that was my wheelhouse. What we just did is what I did all the time. People that did a great job saving for retirement, that made really good money, but if they'd simply crossed their fingers and hoped that it all works out like it always has... It wouldn't. You have to have a plan at that point in your life. 
I don't even know, and this is going to anger my friends in the investment business, I don't even think investment advice would be more important than financial planning advice at that point. I think they really need an income plan. The investments, yeah, they matter too, but not as much as deciding when to shut off your income and retire. That's it for this week's show. Got another fishing reference in. We need to have like some sort of thing for that. That's it. I'm done. Pete the Planner, a million dollar plan. Goodbye now. If you want to be on this podcast and have Pete fix your money life, then hit us up at PeteThePlanner.com slash podcast. You heard me. PeteThePlanner.com slash podcast. Log on. This is for information purposes only. This is not the Swiss financial planning device. Consult a financial advisor. Release from Everest, the fresh is fresh, and you can call me E.T. Word to John Tesh. Let me bless this harmonic presentation. It's amazing, so amazing. I'm the reason. Uh, salutations. I bring you love, trying greetings. It's from a faraway land. I am the soul controller. Put the remote down and let me take control. You're now a part of my zone, so enjoy yourself. Love, trying can restore your health. I bring you greetings. Uh, Salutations, how you doing? And is that how y'all say it? The tinkling of the keys is an homage to the little, little star. I sojourn over poetic descriptions of sound and travel to my other world. Out of this world, spaceship on my arm took me home, filled by the ink and the megabytes and the hypertext transfer protocol, stronger than the Skynet and the Terminator. I push faders into warp speed, glide with ease, creating a breeze they call a black hole, event horizon, no rear view concerns. This I adjourn, adjourn, beats I burn, I burn, I burn. This I adjourn, this I burn, I burn, I Salutations, I bring you love, try and greet from a far away land. I am the soul controller. Put the remote down and let me take control. You're now a part of my zone, so enjoy yourself. Love, try can restore your health. I bring you greetings. Uh, salutations, how you doing? And is that how y'all say it?